Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. See Day Trippers. Brought to you by Bookmakers.com. Good evening, welcome to Full Time Reds, uh, sponsored by Bookmakers.com. It's me, Chris Brackett, Tim, Kevin Sullivan. And it finished uh, Real Madrid 1, Liverpool 0, 6 2 in aggregate. Liverpool are out of the Champions League and. Not a lot to play for now, and apart from a hope, a hope for a bit of top four look, but we'll see. Kev, good evening. How are we? Good evening, mate. Yeah, not too bad. Um, just want to touch back on something from last night's show. Uh, two things, actually. Red Chili put a super chat in after we'd gone off air. Uh, he's finally, if he's in the chat, I'll see him when he comes into the chat. I just wanted to thank him for that because all of the money that comes in through super chats in a minute, uh, whatever we get and whatever YouTube don't take off us goes directly to the uh, charity partner that we have at the moment. So we'll talk more about that later. But I just want to say, if he's in the chat, thank you very much. If I see a comment from him, I'll just stop and thank him then. But apart from that, Ron and Luke had me believing last night at the end of the show, mate. They had me believing. They had me all in that we were going through and we were going to smash them. Ah, well, never mind. It's the hope that kills you. Yeah, yeah. I so. <laughs> um, I'll be honest. Um We'll go through the game, but um, I'll be honest with you. Go through the lineup. At the end of the day, were you surprised with that? I mean, I picked it. That was the lineup I picked last night. I thought he'd, he, given the midfield choices that we were left with when we saw that Henderson didn't travel and Stefan was injured, mm. I thought, what options does he really have? You know, yeah. did, were you surprised ultimately, or were you like, ooh, this, um, is, a, this is a gamble? The only debate I could think of yet was it's Jotter or Bobby. It's a bit of a flick of a coin because you know Bobby's probably the better goal scoring form overall, but he's just come back from an injury. Jota is been back a bit longer from an injury, but he's a bit woefully out of form. And then midfield, you're like, well, if it's not Milner, you sort of go in. You can't play Elliot in a two because you can't. That's yeah. just it's not he's not built to play. You can't play Ox in a two. And Cater and Jones haven't been seen for three to four last three or four games because of injury. So it was a little bit like. I suppose really when you look at it, that's all that's all we had. So 
Yeah, so the line didn't, didn't surprise me. I was kind of hoping second half for, I don't know, a little bit more of a, I don't know, go down fight, go a bit, bit go down fighting. But ultimately, I, I also thought they they just they just uh, controlled the game. Start yeah, to finish, I thought they controlled the game. And if we're honest, man, the match was Allison because if it was for Allison, they, they could have had three or four. Let's they be completely honest. They yeah, picked, yeah. They, they picked the moments first half, and the save he does against Vinicius Junior first half is ridiculous. He could do that nothing was, about that. That one was brilliant. The one that I was impressed with was the one he tipped onto the bar. I can't remember who it was off, but Modric. It was, but it took was a it deflection. Was, sorry, no, Camavinga it was. It Camavinga, deflect, and it deflected off Milner. Yeah. Exactly. It took the deflection, and he got a hand to it, and it went off off the bar. Um, I mean, look, at the end of the day, the three stages, that they, the two all-stages that they had in midfield bossed a lot. They were That's the gamble you take when you're playing 3v2 in midfield against that three. Yeah. And it doesn't matter whether it was Camavinga or Chouameni. It's the know-how of Cruz and Modric in the game situation that they were in. They were literally had to manage the game. They, it didn't matter whether... If they won, drew, even if we... we Got one ahead. The decision that they were they're really all stages and all hands are doing it. So, um, I I don't got any comes of about the second half of his leg. Oh, you still there? Yeah, I think my internet is playing a whole. Yeah, I'm still there. Yeah, it's just. The second half of the first leg is where we lost it, and those three three goals that we conceded in the manner that we conceded them through the tie away. If That's you were looking game. at, yeah, if you were looking at tonight's game and say, for example, that was a first leg, and you're away from home at Real Madrid, you'd have taken that because they're top side; they're going to get chances. So mm. you need your keeper to play well. You need to ride your luck, and you need to hope that you can take a chance going the other way. I think our best chance came at the very start of the game. Uh, Carvajal played a loose pass back, got to Salah. Rudiger dived in. Salah got the ball into Darwin. Darwin took it on his right foot. He needed to get that into the corner. Okay. You get that into the about... corner, you're on your way. But it was straight at talk... the keeper. Yeah. Should we talk about the goal? Because about half the chat, well, Trent dropping someone in soul, oh. something he's the worst player. He's just not a right back, you know. So, do you want to talk through it and, so we, and give your opinion yeah. see what you think of it? Well, the way I saw it, it was a perfect pass in to Benzema. Benzema made that run all night long. And virtually every time we caught him offside. And the ball came in. The two centre-halves were split. Benzema went through the middle. He was onside. Virgil got to him. But Vinicius went with Virgil. Ball fell so kindly, it was unbelievable. Ball came back, goal. Could they have done more to cut it out? Yeah, they could have been a bit more switched on. And if people were, if their brains weren't fried, if if me, me, me auntie had ball, she'd be my uncle. Doesn't matter. It was a bit of luck in the box. Ball bounced kindly for Venetius, played it across. Benzema slotted it on. Happens. In yeah. fairness, we had chances in the first half that we should have done better with, and they would have been furious at conceding, given the fact that they really managed the game a lot better than what we did. But mm. they were in a position to be able to manage the game. I just thought it was... I laughed. When I, when the ball went in, I just I just laughed because it's like, 
it's typical of the tie that conceding that kind of goal, given the goals that we conceded in the second half of the just, first leg. It was just like it's, it's typical, typical of the season. It is. It's typical of the season. It's like what in the hell? I can't see the point in losing my shit over conceding a goal like that when it's not the case that it hasn't been. It's not from a want of effort that they're not doing it. That's one thing I won't slag them for tonight. Is the lack of the effort was all there all night long. They gave it a right fucking. They gave it the best shot that they could. It's just not as good as this Real Madrid side, and and that's just a simple truth. This Real Madrid side are a better side, and mm. the fact that. We went over there. We lost 1-0 on the night. I think I still don't think the first leg was a 5-2 game. Finished 5-2, but it wasn't a 5-2 game. We gifted up at least two goals, maybe three. Mm. But at the same time, it is what it is. Yeah. You know, we go out and it, you know, conceivably it could be the last Champions League game we play for a little bit. You know? Yeah. Uh, unless they can try to figure out a way of playing when, mm. you know, before we come back, you know, after, during the international break, come up with something to try to make it work. But yeah. as it stands at the minute, the way the Premier League results went. Uh, Patsy, are you on drugs, lad? You don't think that the players tried tonight? Quite a few don't feel like Kev. Look, each to their own. If, yeah. if you guys think that, that, that that side went over to Madrid tonight and didn't try, I suggest you go and watch Cody Gapo and what he was doing tonight. Because when we were defending, he was playing as a, as a right-sided eight. When we were attacking, he was playing at a 10 and trying to play as a second striker. We've never done that before. We we don't play like that. That's the gamble. And you have to ride your luck when you're playing like that because you're vacating the right side of midfield completely, isolating Trent 1v1 against arguably the best left-winger in the world football at the moment. And you're going to ride your luck. And you're going to have to be 2-1-1. On one, and you're, sometimes it's not going to work for you. But... We lost one nil. Yeah. I don't think it's lack of effort. I just think it, I, I don't think it's lack of effort. I think it's lack of quality. I think that's that's the more thing. Lack of quality. I, you know, I think people accuse that. I mean, people say they don't. They don't um, you know, players weren't asked. Players aren't interested. They're not asked. It's. I don't think it's that players aren't asked. Not interested. I think players are mentally. I think they're deflated. I think they knew. I think a lot of them, unfortunately, know that they blew it in the first leg, and with the players they had out missing. They made their life even more difficult, which is look, suck it. You have to suck it up because you sort of created your own your own um, issues there. Uh someone's asking is Diaz back after the break. There is talk yeah. that he might be on he might be on the bench, he, he might make the bench for City. So but I mean Well, he's back he's back outfield training, isn't he? He's not yeah. trained with the squad, but he's back outfield training. And when you see him generally back outfield training, that's usually two weeks away. Uh they're off, it's 17 days before we play again, but a lot of them go away. I think I know the Republic of Ireland have three games in this um, in this period. Two of them are qualifiers. So I don't know. First of all, I don't know if Diaz will have been called up for his inter- for I his internationals. I, I don't think I he has not. been. Well, I, I don't think he has been, but I think the club have the right to refuse to say he's because he's been out long term. Yeah, you, you you'd expect him not to not to uh, not to go. But some a lot of the others will, and a lot of the others will have three games. And a break away from Liverpool playing international <laughs> football probably won't do them the world harm. It, it won't do them, it won't, won't do them any harm. <laughs> Let's fair, current form, it's not like they're going to be playing either. They're probably going to be watching it. So, <laughs> might do some good, might get rested up. Uh, Kenny from Heaven said, disappointed, but Clockney 
need supporting now by FSG and us supporters. Yeah, look, I mean, look, the summer's the summer's the summer. You know, I always think of these sort of situations. You're never as far away as you think you are sometimes, but it, in the moment, it just feels a bit, a bit deflated, really. Yeah, but, right now deflated, but you got to look at it the other side. You chuck in two good midfielders either side. I thought Fabinho did okay with what he was able to do. Milner tried his out. One sec, just, one sec, Kev. Um, look, guys, if you want to give your opinion, chat, that's fine. Don't start putting expletives and writing in capitals. Come on, act mature. You know what I mean? And if you if you tweet and clop out, this, this is probably not the channel for you because we're probably not going to really talk about that. Yeah. So if you don't like it, I'm sure you'll find somewhere that does talk about that, but that's not us. Um, let's talk about Klopp subs because uh, that was also a bone of contention. People were not happy with it. Uh, Bobby for Jota made sense because running up Jota was dreadful. You know, yeah. he, he didn't like. I was surprised that Nunes off. I thought he kept him on for his pace, but to be fair, he did make a big impact in the whole game anyway. I mean, to be fair, not many did. I thought Gakpo. In the tent, did all right. I thought when he came to the left, you know, he give us something. And whether people like it or not, they're not going to take Mo Salah off because he's your top goal scorer. And if you look at other clubs, you know, City won't take Haaland off if they're losing. United won't take off Rashford if they're losing. And Spurs wouldn't take off Kane if they're losing. You know, all clubs had the big, big players. You know, Real Madrid, if they were losing, wouldn't have took off um, Benzema. Yeah. There was, there was the, one moment the, in the second half that frustrated me with Harvey. I thought his overall play was okay. I thought we were a bit better when we went to shy. that. Very shot shy. Yeah, very it? shot shy. And that's down to being... Confidence, it, I think. It's either him still feeling like I'm the young kid and I got, I'm got i not entitled to take that shot on, or it's it's confidence. It's one of the two. He's got to get over that. There were, and, I, and look, I think... Madrid probably did enough to block off the area where he wanted to shoot, but you still take the shot and try and win a corner at least. But other than that, I thought he's he's all right. His all around play was okay. It was just the you know that decisive moment. You think you know fifteen minutes to go, you get one. Who knows? But again, it was uh, it was still a really good move. It was probably our best move of the match to to create that chance. And he's got to have a go. It is on his strong foot as well. You know, he did everything right to get into the position. It's just bang, it wasn't there. Yeah. And I'm not definitely not going to be slaughtering 19, 20 year old kid for it. The, yeah. Taking just... Darwin off, I thought someone had to come off. Gakpo, at least, I thought in the eighth, did okay, did the best he could. Um, and I don't think Darwin really he, he had the chance in the first half, and after that, I don't think he really did enough. And it was at the stage again. It was like, look, if it works, you're a hero. If it doesn't work, what about it? Yeah, uh, it's like I thought the ox one. That was the the white flag going up. It was look, we know you're leaving. Thanks for everything that you've done. Go on and just go and have a run and see if you can do something. It does. It does raise questions for Curtis Jones and for Kate. It does. Curtis Jones, Curtis it Jones does, and Kate sure. have haven't been in the last three squads because of injury. So be it. Ox has been barely seen. Since yeah. I don't actually remember the last time Ox made an appearance for us. Well, the last time he made an appearance in the Champions League was in no, just in just in general. No. <laughs> just in general. It, it, it just came up. It came up in the commentary. Uh, the last time he made an appearance for us in the Champions League was in 2021, and but his, I, his season has been absolutely ruined by injury. But that's yeah, what that's what it felt like to me. That but was, that story, that, that story is 
can force your Liverpool career, yeah. isn't it? Well, you're, abso- you're absolutely right of what it says about um, Naby Keita and, uh, and Curtis, Curtis Jones. Jones. You know, it's questions. Ha- well, it, whether questions have to be asked or not, look, there's constantly questions about Curtis. Maybe Klopp answered one or two tonight. Yeah, Anto Chill's asking why was Ox going on ahead of Curtis. I mean, Ox went on to play centre mid. You're not playing Carvalho centre mid, to be fair. Yeah, hundred percent, you? you're not. So you know, like you said, Ox, Ox just came on because I'll be honest, Miller ran until to a standstill. Yeah, actually, to be fair, I thought Miller did did in a midfield two did as well as he could because you know Miller's not built to be a midfield two, but when you've got no Stefan Bajetic and you've got no Henderson, you've got no Thiago, Kate is clearly not fit. You are well, limited. Can- Kev asked a question there. What service are the forwards getting? And it's it's one of those things. If the if we move to this four two three one four four two system, then they're going to have to figure out patterns of play. And it, you can tell that it's something that they haven't re- that this group of players haven't really worked on a hell of a lot. That they know the patterns of play to make it work. But saying that, we did have four or five really decent chances tonight. I wouldn't say they were guilt edge chances there was a couple of courts where I made some good saves but we did have chances I think we had five on target they had eight you know mm. I, think was... we, I think we I think we had one in the, third, in the second half I think that was yeah. the disappointment uh, and that's the other side of it I'm seeing I saw a lot of comments online before we come on that we should have thrown the kitchen sink at them uh if you throw the kitchen sink at this lot they'll take the kitchen sink put some Vaseline on it and then they'll give it back to you in spades uh they're, thinking, they're too good think, a side to take that many risks. I thought we took an, the, as many risks as we could, given the lineup that we had and the options that we had available. I don't think he could have. I don't think he could have gone any more without getting getting slaughtered. And, mm. and I think that was like a real your, possibility. Check your honesty. When was the last time we played a front four? Um, and, it wor- and it worked. And it really worked because I've I've seen to remember we've done this front four thing a few times and we also like the idea and I like the idea because you think more goals but it never seems to quite click the way we do it and it um, always feels like it feels like maybe we just need to stick with a three and you just have two options off the bench because it doesn't seem to quite quite work. Yeah, I think I suppose you'd have to define work because the last time the the one that sticks out in my head is Man City away and that mm. was a. A draw. We we fought each other that day. I think to a draw. Yes, but I don't think it's ever something that we've gone and with an idea of playing against the sides. Well, we you know, we one that you're bought. expected to go and beat, and then go and tonk them. I I I don't think we've ever done that because, again, it's like when you see it a lot in the league when sides start playing a four-three-three uh, and go to a back three or something like that. It's very rare that you see it instantly work. It's something that takes months on the yeah. training ground and months David. in games to get used to and to play. We didn't fall into this 4-3-3 that we've been playing for the last five years, and it worked. It took the best part of probably eight months to get it to a place where you'd felt confidence in it because there were times in that first half tonight when you saw them pressing and they were all looking looking at each other. Is he coming with me? Is he coming with me? If I go here, who's looking after this guy? Whereas if you're in a four, if they're in a four three three, and it's the normal eleven to play, mmm. you know, barring the odd one or two changes, yeah. it's instinct. I've seen, I've seen, I mean, that's a David. Difference, you know David I mean? saying, "Hey, you know, four fours, It does lack a bit of fluidity. That's how I feel about it sometimes. I mean, Kepo saying, "I think it's the four two. I said it won't work with Klopp. I mean, 
43 should work with Klopp because that's what his Dortmund side played. That's what he, you know, to be fair, that's what we thought was going to be our formation when he came to us because that's yeah. what we all thought he was wedded to. And he sort of went, he sort of evolved into more of a 4 3 3. And we always I tweaked think- it slightly. I mean, to us, tonight may have been a bit more of a, well, this is all, these are the lads I've got who are fit. This is the best formation we can get that can make them work. You know, maybe if he had a Bajetic available or a, let's say just Bajetic available. Uh, maybe we'll say maybe we'll say four three three. Gareth 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 with the comment of the night. Uh, why don't Pooh get Coutinho back from Villa? Now nah, you're right, Gareth. That you can you can keep him there. He's yeah. I think Coutinho. I think Coutinho's got a bad back again. Uh, he's got a bad back again, hasn't he? Summer is huge. Back yeah. No, look, we all know that this summer is huge for various reasons, and the side needs an, an evolution. You know the squad needs an evolution. The different you could look look at the subs that Madrid brought on tonight. You know, and look, mm-hmm. Madrid are a huge behemoth of a club. We know that, but when you're bringing the likes of Lucas for uh, Lucas Val, uh, no, what was it? You bring uh, Lucas Vasquez. Too many. You brought in Asensio, Rodrigo. Camavinga looks, I don't know, I've seen bits of Shoe many, but what I've seen of Camavinga, he just looks, I think Camavinga looks better, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> which, look, is, I think that, which, is saying, which is saying something, because, you know, yeah. Shoe is a very good player, but they're, Camavinga was impressive, to be fair. He has been impressive, but I think the problem they're having at the minute with Shoe many is he's, he's uh, he was he was playing really well up to Christmas and into the early part of the new year, come back from the World Cup, you know, played every game for France, really positive, and then he started sniffing himself a little bit. And um, Carlos decided now that you're going to sit on the bench for a while and mm. take stock of where you are. Uh, you're one of a team, not the star within a team. And, and Camavinga, well, they took a gamble on Camavinga, they paid 35 million euro, I think, for him mm. at the time at, as, as a 19 year old with the view to develop him to be a proper player by the time he's 22. You know, it's yeah. um, which. It's what we did with Vinicius Junior. They paid a, ma- a monster fee for him Six, when he was sixteen. When he was a kid yeah. when he was sixteen, yeah. When he was sixteen, they paid forty-five million euro for him. Which let's be it looked mad at the time, but now you go, yeah. fuck me, it looks a bargain. <laughs> so, you know. James Carr, uh, come on, lads, we made them look good too. Yeah, well, I think you're going to make them look good, James, when you're playing a system that you're not accustomed to. That they're going to find space in between where we and were leaving you- the gaps. And you with know, who we had, I, with who we had missing, who, I think who we had missing, normal. I think that sort of hurt us as well. So, you know, look, it's, we're both down to ass about this, but yeah. I haven't got the energy to do the shouting, ranting, screaming thing. It's not really my thing. It's not really Kev's thing, to be honest. But no. oh, it, uh, it, there there are times and places for it. There are, I, there are, but this isn't probably it, to be honest. I mean, I've seen a lot, you know, about the owners and about the summer. Look, the summer will take care of itself. I worry about some what it comes yeah. ultimately. And look, Liverpool will sign players in the summer. I mean, they have to because there's physically a lot to leave it and there's yeah. gaps of a squad that need filling. Who we bring in, if there is the quality that we want, that will that will remain to be seen. And I think that's probably something we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. But, look, you so, we should sign Benfica scouts. Look, Benfica have a... It's actually really interesting. I, I listened to um, Tim Vickery do an interview on um, Sky Sports News the other day because they were talking about the broadest of brewing between the FA and the Premier League at the moment. And 
it was it was actually brought up to him by Benfica and Brighton and all of these clubs. And Liverpool as well now have established an office in South America to have permanent scouts based there to scout the South American leagues. But Benfica have been doing that for years. And because of the language, the common language that Portugal has with so many South American companies, it's a natural destination for players looking for a stepping stone into European football is to look at the Portuguese league. It's it's just they're they're just natural bedfellows. And it's Brighton are trying to be that for England, but it looks like if the FA get their way, they'll prevent Brighton and others from looking for looking at that market for bargains like they have done with Caicedo and Alexis McAllister, because if the FA get their way, those players wouldn't be eligible to play anymore. Wouldn't have been eligible to play had they been developed, had they been scouted this summer, say, for example. Yeah. Uh, Kenny that, from Heaven saying, uh, we've no devour to be successful, and with what uh, we're up against, uh, we're being brilliant, we will come back again. Yeah, that's probably a nice sentiment way of looking at it. Has it, you know. it, has it has to be. It has to be. You have to look at it that way because what the hell other point is there of being a fan, of being a supporter? So yeah, you, you go through some. You go through a lot more shit times following a football club than you will do good times. Oh, mate, do you remember the whole joint? the joint manager? No, we don't. Club. There's certain things we don't talk about, including hey, someone making make, wanting to have a discussion about. Robert. Oh yeah, so this is the other thing we're going to do in the summer. Me and Kevin are going to have a talk. Fucking are not the, the six months of Hodgson just to really depress everyone. I'm going to get hold uh, of every single person who's in yeah, that chat. Yeah. If I find your Twitter handle, I'm going to tell you to go sick that night and don't come. If anyone is in the chat, if anyone is in the chat and seeing the post match uh, comments, if you wouldn't mind, would you please well, Jack, uh, throw some comments say, Jake, in about Jake's, what Jake's, in the comments, to be fair, Jake's done. We are Jake's our press correspondent, and he because he um, he's very yeah, yeah. send us a lot, so hopefully, Jake's there. Uh, Gary G, Gary D, sorry, saying, How do you feel about being out of Europe will affect our top four, Jake? I mean, with the thick, with how thin our squad is, less games. May help, but I, I, to be honest, I just I don't think it makes a difference now because you don't know which the Or is it the one that it shies against Bournemouth, Nottingham, Leeds, or is it the one that beats United and City? You just don't know which one's going to turn up, it, do you? And I think that's the well, frustration for me. It's it's literally all mental, it's not anything to do with attitude, it's it's a mentality block at the minute that they they concede a goal, they go one down, and they literally have no confidence within themselves to think that they're going to get back and not just level it but go on go on and score two or three the comp there's just so they look so devoid of confidence yeah and uh, first first coming from Klopp, Klopp is uh the game we saw tonight madrid was was the better team in three halves of two games madrid were better were the better teams so go through wouldn't it's, argue with it you can't, you can't argue can you uh, Klopp, you never walk on being being played. It's a nice gesture from the Bernabeu. It's it, and it, it's very it's very nice to play against each each other. I'm sure Madrid well, will play against us because he's beating us. They keep beating us, but I think a lot of it, I think a lot of that might be stem might stem back to how Modric and Benzema were treated by Anfield when they came off the pitch, and Modric made a point of commenting on it afterwards online the, you know to thank the fans because he was applauded off the pitch and so was Benzema for their performance on the night at Anfield and you know I I think I know some people will think that they're taking the piss I I don't um, no I, you know because um 
it, it, there is a tradition of that in European. Normally, we used to chant each other's names um, in the early years as well. I think that's been yeah. done before. Lazo saying, I think it's said to me, uh, I know what you're saying, but the summer is three months away mm. and work is needed, which won't take care of itself. Well, it will. It will take care of itself. The club will take care of it. I, I'm not going to sit and worry about it for the next three months because I haven't got the energy. <laughs> I haven't, and I can't influence it, so I'm not going to waste my energy on it. That's what I mean. The summer will take care of itself. We'll see what the club do. I have no doubt the club is already working on the summer, like most oh, clubs, like most clubs are. I mean, in um, fairness, you're into you're into the middle of March now. You you'd want the hard yard and any signings that you're bringing in, you'd want the hard yards to have been done. And there probably are the hard yards done of players, depending on which competition you're in. Yeah, it's probably also been done because there there probably will be players they want that they know won't come. I despite, don't believe, despite, despite what you say publicly, there are some players that you just go, if we're not in Champions League. We're going to struggle getting anyway because we're in a race with two or three others. So we need the backup. The backup might be just as good. Mm. No, and, but, there are, but there are some players who may want to come to it regardless of where you are. But again, who the I'm, players are? I'm a very much a firm believer that you look at what Manchester United did while they were out of the Champions League. Do not. Nobody will ever tell me that you cannot attract quality players to come to your club. It's whether you pay the. It's just whether it, you pay the premium. There is, there's a, that's, a that's, difference. That's the big, that's the big if. You know, United will pay the wage coverage. They paid go. it with Anthony, but they got fleeced. Yeah. They got Casemiro, and I think that was probably fair business. Mm. They've overpaid for players, no doubt about it. But at the same time, attracting Arsenal had no problem attracting players outside of the Champions League, the likes of Odegaard and. Some others that you look at Saliba, these type of players that, but they're, they're young. I would say they're young up and comers. If you know, but there's, I don't, I don't believe for a it's second good. that we need game players coming in this this summer that are the finished product. I don't no, want players I, coming in who think they're the finished product. To be honest, no, but I think you want someone who's probably. I know Gav got really upset with the whole age race thing, but someone who's probably like 23, 24, who's probably like what most Salah and Manny were. They they know the game. They know what they're about, but they're ready for yeah, the next step that. up. That's I, that's what I mean. I, I don't and, think we need to go for kids. You know, and I don't, th- I don't believe for a second that you cannot attract those players. I really don't, because you look at every club in the Premier League, being in the Champions League, Spurs, United, Arsenal, fucking West Ham signing Lucas Paqueta, Newcastle signing Bruno Gramaric. You know, it's not like they're paying him absolute fortunes. You can attract top players because of the league that you're in and because of the way, believe it or not, you know, the vast majority of leagues of top clubs around Europe, in Italy, Spain, I'm talking about the the major leagues, they do not pay anywhere remotely close to what is being paid in the Premier League. They just don't. So attracting top players, I believe, won't be a problem. I honestly honestly don't believe we are going to lose out on any player because we're not in, we might not be in a competition. For one year, I don't just, believe that for a second. Yeah, just along to the chat, we were saying Klopp stuck as far as we can. We need a new manager. Yeah, the usual rhetoric. Who are you bringing in? Just, I'm just curious. I generally want to know who who do you think will bring in that will. And this is still under FSG, so it'd be a very similar mindset, I would say, and very similar spending powers to a certain extent. So, who is going to under that regime do it better? And if you look. I'm more than happy to have the chat about who it is, but I've not seen anyone come out with a name yet where I've gone, oh, okay, that's that's an interesting one. I've just seen get rid of the manager and then they leave it at that. So the one thing I want, 
I think the Klopp needs to do, and it's nothing against Pep Linders, because I think Pep Linders is an excellent coach. A fresh, another fresh voice. A fresh voice. I think it's mm. the one thing that Ferguson was... People talk about Ferguson's chopping and change of players and what have you. That wasn't what kept him successful. What kept Ferguson successful was bringing in Steve McLaren. And it changed, was, and changed Steve McLaren to Carlos Queiroz. Yeah, and then bringing Lind Mike Feeling up. And Walt Smith for a bit as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's what makes a difference. Lindus came in after Buvac left. Well, he's around. He was around, but then he left and came back. So, you know, in a way, Lindus replaced the Buvac voice. Yeah. So, now listen, it might not be Lindus that much. It might be uh, the other chap, Peter. Peter Kravitz. Kravitz. Peter Kravitz. Maybe there's a new Peter Kravitz they need to bring in. Yeah. Um, Gasparini. <laughs> Do you know who that is? Yeah, I Gasparini is. Uh, ooh. Gasparini is, as far as I know, I think he's at Napoli. I think he's at Napoli. Oh, okay. Not sure. That's, that's, that's yeah, he's, first, he's, he's an expert. That's the first thing I've mentioned. If, fair, if, that's, if that's who I think it is, yeah, he's really, really good. But he's never been tested outside of Italy, as far as I know. And yeah, he's had one good season at Napoli. They're doing really, really well. Uh, Paul Swissport, Marcelo. Oh, he's Atalanta, is it? Okay. That's a, okay. Hannah, okay, stop I, it. I, I, don't, I don't know. Him. Someone said Scott Parker, which just made me smirk. Someone said, "Can we do two calls just to wind Gab up?" I mean, to be fair, like, I'd actually like to be on that reaction show just to watch Gab's, Gab explode. <laughs> um, luckily, no one said the fellow that I can't stand, so that that that's going well because I, I think that might have in the stream if he came on. Postenoglu, Post yeah. Postenoglu at Celtic. Hannah was talking about Postenoglu at um, at Celtic. I can see a few sniffing around it, but again, I can see it's, it's a big jump from Scottish football to. I I can see him going to a Brentford to replace Thomas Frank, who I think will go to Tottenham. There he is. Someone's put him. Nagelsmann can't stand him. Yeah. Ah. Fucking knobhead is. Oh, that might put me off. Fortune Liverpool. That would. Chris right. Golding is on the cans. Chris yeah, Golding. Hannah, no, I get you. I get you. I get you. Hannah, yeah. no, I want Klopp to stay forever, and I I'm with you. I I want him to stay until he doesn't want to stay anymore. Uh, You've got to give him. I mean, look, people say he can't do this, he can't do that. He's got to give him the opportunity to rebuild this squad. And look, yeah. he's pretty much done the front line. The back line is probably a centre back swap and maybe another, maybe a, a full another fullback cover. Maybe the big the big job is, and we all know it, it's the middle. And that's I think that's the big job this this um, summer is what we do in the middle because they have to do something because there's quite a few bleeding. I mean, who's going in the summer now? Milner's gone. Kate has gone, Ox is gone, Mello's gone, but I don't think we've ever really seen him. So you know, so it'd be it'd be interesting. Uh, Paul was saying uh, the manager said he's won two Copa Libertadores at River Plate, and finished the most successful manager. Lucky. Um, so a few said they wouldn't be against Gerard um, as part of the backroom staff. Uh, good person to have around the club, yeah, possibly. Yeah, and um, it's a different voice. I, I don't know. Where, do you want someone who's more of a motivational voice or do you want someone that's more of a tactical voice? You know, what suggestion has been Steven Gerrard to be a backroom person as a different voice for Klopp? I think because the backroom is good down two routes, couldn't it? Because Ferguson always went... Well, I don't see what he brings. Two. I that's the question. Yeah. I don't see what Steve... I don't see what brings to, brings to the same. I don't think he's tactical to... Um, to come into the club at this level. <laughs> and I don't think 
the player I don't think the players would react better than what yeah. they're doing now. I, Kef, I, Kef, I Kef, think, no, does he offer anything tactically? That was the one thing with the Fergie number twos he brought in. Carl's Queerhouse, um, Steve McLaren, um, Brian Kidd. Steve McLaren. They were probably more of a, they were probably more of a tactical Kidd, people. Yeah. And, and to her, they probably did training as well. So to take the pressure off Ferguson to go and do his yeah, planning for, for games. And that's maybe... Now, listen, I think Lenders are doing that. Maybe that's what he wants. Another different type of different tactical voice. I mean, if you're saying it could be, that, could, that person could be Xavi Alonso in a couple of years' time. I mean, Xavi Alonso... Early days, but by because and wise is looking quite impressive. So uh, La- Laszlo actually made a point there. Javi Alonso too. Javi Alonso is one one that I would definitely uh, be keeping an eye on. He's, um, he would be more. I would say at the moment, you would think of him more like being an, a Liverpool manager than a Stephen Gerrard. Yeah. To be fair, um, I think I think he's also had the benefit of playing under Rafa. He's played under Mourinho. He's played under Ancelotti, Pep. So you know, yeah. a lot of brains he's picked there. To be fair to him, and yeah, he's, he's done it over playing wise, done it over a lot of different like, different, different continents. Leagues. Yeah, and it helps a lot. I, and I, you know, by and wasn't exactly an easy job he took on. To be fair, either so look at early days, but he's doing quite well. Yeah, it's uh, so it's just one of them. I mean, I think we all we all know that this side is um, is at the end of of its cycle in terms of. It's been through five, six years of giving really good account, a really good account of itself, points wise, trophy wise. But it's it's at the stage; it needs a serious refresh. We we know it's coming, but we've still got to get between now and then. And tonight's results in the league didn't help. You know, it's no. literally just added more flames to the fire or more fuel to the fire with. Um, Brighton winning and Brentford winning. So it's going to be a fight to get into Europe anyway. Mm. Whether we get into the Champions League or UEFA Cup or... Correct. I know. It's... Cup Winners Cup. It's just fucking easier for people of my generation. Yeah, it's exciting. <laughs> also, the Cup Winners could just sound better, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. But it's... it's um, And the thing we... is, for example, if you look at... If, you, if the worst happens, right? Say if we do finish in the, and go into the Europa League. You can blood in a squad like Arsenal have done in the Europa League and what Manchester United did in the Europa League. We did it in 2000. And we did it, yeah. We did it in 2001. And then, you know, uh, listen, it didn't work out well for Brendan, but Brendan started blooding players in in the Europa Europa League and then Klopp took over. And benefited, actually. Benefited from it, so... That's the benefit of the Europa League. The, the, yeah. you, the don't is, it, you, you don't want to be in it, obviously. You don't want to be in it. It's It's the whole Thursday, Sunday thing, which just do, mentally for English has, just doesn't work. We just don't seem yeah. to be able to cope with it. And it's just a sheer volume of games. Yeah. It's, the, well, it's the, well, the extra two games you get in that competition if you yeah. get that far. Right, now, right now, that's that's miles off. Right now, that's miles off. And at mm. the end of the day, there's enough... We, we've got the international break coming up. And to be honest, I'm footballed out. I have all football day. Ever since the end of the World Cup, it's been we've been non-stop, haven't we? It, it's just like you just you just sick of doing shows. That's well, what it, it is. It, it, it was <laughs> at least we were doing at least two games a week for the majority of it, and just as a fan, I I didn't watch a single game this weekend apart from the last ten minutes of the Liverpool game, and I did not miss it. I didn't have any interest in it. 
and so I was asked on Monday, will you come on Monday night? And then I went searching for highlights. Up until then, I had no interest in it. And it's like, as a fan, I need a break. I need a break from it for a few weeks and maybe um, just come back. So I can only imagine what the players must feel like. On the positive side, mate, I had a great time on Sunday. Yeah, you did. Yeah. I, had a great, I had a great Sunday. The women won probably almost guaranteed staying that up. Was, so that was, was vital, wasn't it? That was big, vital. big. Big, big, especially because Spurs, Spurs have actually just gone and won today to go two points behind us. But yeah, let's give themselves a seven-point cushion now with the game in hand. Unfortunately, the game in hand's against Chelsea, so, you know. Yeah. So, we'll say a seven-point cushion. But yeah, that was big win there. And again, the the women's team, as opposed to the men's team, half the squad's injured. So, it was a really big... Kev's getting the sack from Gav after that comment. <laughs> where you get, where, where you Which one? Now? Which I'm one? Which one? <laughs> Now we're down. It could be. It could be big too. Huh? Kev's on the egg chasing. I am definitely on the egg chasing on Saturday. Hundred percent. On the egg chasing. Oh, yeah, Ireland, England for the Grand Slam. Ireland going for a Grand Listen, Slam. On I I know Saturday. very I know very little about rugby, but I saw a bit of the England France game. I thought just got smashed. <laughs> I went, oh, one thing bad. I want to say. Did you guys? Did you see the uh, video going around Twitter? The the Jordan Pickford did. Uh, oh yeah, that was, that was that was nice. Really awesome, nice. Man. Really, really nice. Really well Ever- done. If you haven't seen it, Everton check do a it lot out. Of that. Everton yeah. do a lot of that sort of stuff, to be fair. Same as Liverpool. Yeah, yeah it, it's nice it, to see. It was really well done. And, you know, credit where it's due. That was that that kid made his it made that kid's dreams come true. <laughs> Red um, Kev's got full Phil Casey here, not watching football. <laughs> <laughs> I qu- I'm not quite that bad because Phil Casey would have... Would be watching Alpine skiing at this, at this Phil, race. Phil Casey still thinks Lucas plays for Liverpool. He hasn't realised that he's left yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Lucas has gone through the mill at the minute, isn't he? I know. Yeah, uh, poor old, poor kid. But yeah, that's it. We got twelve. Is it twelve league games to go? Twelve league games to go. Yeah, twelve league know, games to go. Shame, shame, McCall. Twelve league games to go. Uh, genuinely, be surprised if we get twenty points. So we may be looking at finishing at less than sixty. When was the last time we said that? That's a quiz question. It's been a while. Uh, it's been a minute. Was that probably Brendan's last season? Quite possibly, yeah, and mm. it just goes to highlight the, the 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 amount of work needed to be done, and mm. it might surprise a few if you might get the odd senior player asking to leave or being sold in the summer. Yeah, because the most the most of senior players are just going like they just need to go because he may feel the the legs are gone or where he where he, Klopp wants to take the club next. He'd be like. Mm. That what we're going to do there. Uh, Kenny says, be at Goodison for the derby. I will, yeah. Uh, it's the women's derby in a week on Friday, 24th March. So Live on TV? Uh, I hope so. Yeah, I think it's, I think I think that's why it's on a Friday, because I think it's on Sky. It's on Sky or it's on the FA player, which you can download and it, it costs, yeah. costs you now. Which is well, good. I think we've got a game coming up. I, th- I don't know. I think we play Latvia and yeah. then we're playing France at home. Greece away. Is is a question for you, Jay? Uh, James wants to know what do you do during the summer? Because I love your podcast. Thanks very much, James. Um, do you yeah, know what we do? We do, uh, we do loads of random shows. Don't we do quizzes. Uh, we, do, we do. Uh, we do. We love a draft. Quite. I mean, you and me are rubbish <laughs> at them, but we have fun with a draft. You and me have done a few history shows, haven't we? Where we just like yeah. pick the seat. Where we just picked like a, a Champions League run or a European run. Just talk through the games. Talk through right? the talk through the games of it. Yeah. So, um, I mean, during the summer, I used to watch absolutely bucket loads of cricket. 
I used to watch shed loads of cricket. Don't watch as much anymore because, again, cricket has gone the same way as football. It's pure saturation. There's so much of it. It's just... It It is the Ashes. Yeah, I used to love test matches. Maybe if you do a test match review, you and me, that could be fun. That could be fun. Test match review. Yeah, a day at the test with Chris and Kev. Yeah. (laughs) But no, I used to watch... I used to love watching the test matches and... It's like, but there's so much of it on now. It's the same with football. Mm. There's so much football on. Yeah. I think people are just... There's there's apathy towards a lot of football now. Hmm. It's different, I suppose. If you're an Arsenal fan, you're you're loving life at the minute. Yeah, yeah. If you're a Man City fan, you're, you know, if you're one of I think if you're at both ends of the table, you're a bit more into... I think, because we've not been used to this for a few years, we're a bit like... Oh, it's, fucking, it's a fucking drag there, Sean, these days. Yeah. Uh, John, this is the turge and stuff that we've John Sum's asking it, who's my favourite women's player? Um, I think I'll, it's probably still Kerry Holland, partly because she's a really good player. Uh, Kev, for you, she's a bit of a genie. She could play as an attacking mid, she could play a holding mid. Really good all-round player. I have a soft spot for her because she's the first professional footballer I ever interviewed. So you can't... So I, I always kind of want her to do well. But the other one to look out for is there's a Japanese lady just like called Fuku Nagawa. Mate, it's yeah, like, she looks she looks proper, doesn't it, she? It's a, a bit Tiago-ish, a bit Alonso-ish. Yeah. Ridiculously good. Um yeah. I love that from Sony Kang. He knows you only too well. Bracky makes up his own quiz and then makes up his own random wrong answers. <laughs> I did, I did. I remember that show very well. You've been here before, Sony. <laughs> oh, this one. Kenny, do a show on players we maybe nearly signed. Hey, do you know what? That could be a good show because that could be interesting. That could be good because the boat. I remember the bow. You think that really split people? That got you? close. Um, he was in the really building. Close. He done his uh, yeah. Re- Remy. Yeah, I remember Remy. It was a heart. Laurent Remy. Yeah, there was an awful lot of talk about Laurent Remy at the time. He was really good. He was a good player. Tony Cruz. I don't think we were ever close. I. Um... No, Tony Cruz weren't very close. Um, yeah. Diego Costa would have been Diego, interesting. Well, Diego Costa, we we, we activated his buyout clause and he yeah. decided not to come. But it's like it would have been Diego Costa and Luis Suarez up front. That's a that's a scary front to that, isn't it? Yeah. Also, it's about twenty red cards as well. To be fair, wacky. Samao is the one that always Samal. gets Sheringham. Sheringham's a great one. David Silva. Rafa want, was desperate to bring in David Silva. Rafa, Rafa that summer wanted David Silva, David Villa, and oh, the four who went to City who kept getting injured. Can't think of his name now. He's played for Fiorentina. It'll come to me in a minute. Uh, Sheringham's a good one. Uh, that's who Roy Evans wanted on the, on the board. Yeah, the Ukrainian up. was uh, Konoplanka. Yeah. And the Brazilian. Oh, the Brazilian. Uh, he went to China, didn't he? Oh God, um, Jao Teixeira. Jao Teixeira, yeah. Jao Teixeira, yeah. His YouTube's were brilliant. <laughs> the, I remember Sima, Oh, yeah. um, Barbosa, yeah. the uh, yeah. Brazilian striker, Barbosa. Hey, Julian was... Draxler, yeah, Julian yeah. Draxler, good player, good. Yeah, Sheringham was. Um, we wanted him, uh, but the ball said he was too old, so he went to United. That's it, and then um, Stefan Jovetic. Stefan Jovic. Yeah, Stefan Jovic. Wasn't that he? Was didn't we... he go to Madrid? Didn't he? And yeah. I think he left Madrid. He left Madrid after one season, and I think he went to uh, Frankfurt on loan. And I don't know where he is now. He might be at Frankfurt still. I'm not sure. Where's the boy that suggested to us? An episode of Songs Through the Ages for for LFC. Like all, all the chants. 
Oh, to be honest, I can't remember half of them. No, it's a good. It'd be, it's a good idea for a sh- it's a good idea for a show. But you may have, that's one thing you may have. That's really one thing. No, we, we wouldn't have a hope. We wouldn't have a hope. Batistuta would have been some player. If oh. you want to talk about Gabriel Batistuta, the next time you see Keith Plunkett on a show, throw that name in the chat and just watch his eyes just light up. And the, Fior- big, the big smile and, going across his face. Yeah, he's at, he was at Rome with that Fiorentina kit. George. Yeah, was, Damien. Fiorentina kit always makes you think of him. Yeah, Laszlo there, Damien Duff. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Damien Duff. Was, was, that when, was that when he was at Blackburn? And yeah. Before he went to Chelsea? Yeah, yeah, Chelsea, uh, Chelsea, then Chelsea just came in and just yeah. outdid it. Chelsea, Mark, what, Chelsea outdid everyone that summer, didn't they? Michael Loudrop, one, one for your age, Kev. Oh, Michael Loudrop, him and Brian, him, the two Loudrop brothers. He turned, he turned, but he turned Liverpool down, didn't he? Because he didn't think he'd play. Yeah. yeah. Um, Brian, Gabriel Heinze, Gabriel Heinze, Fer, Fergie wouldn't let him go. I'd rather sell him up. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. good. Uh, Delia. Such a good player. Such yeah. a good player. You know, it was. This is much. Red, this is this is much better than talking about Real Madrid. <laughs> Sorry, if, you them, want, if you want to talk about the Real Madrid, okay, we'll, we'll, me and Kevin are done with that now. We're reminiscing. Yeah, we're done with it. We lost. We're out. Phil Jones. Do you know what? To be fair, and people laugh, but at the time, Phil Jones was at Blackburn. Everyone wanted him. Everyone wanted him. Yeah. An Elka. Um, yeah. Oh, An Elka. What could have been? An Elka is the one that we really screwed. We really screwed up on. Deli Ali, yeah, Deli Ali almost signed for us for sure. Um, cool. to, I mean, to, for me, the one that we signed and we could Rafa could make it work was uh, Robbie Keane. Um, Madge, if yeah. we were ever close to Paul McGrath, Paul McGrath yeah. is still to me but the best. Still that fam- I'd the famous scene. There's still the famous Rafa quote about Robbie Keane that was there. I, I asked for a lampshade, you brought me a couch, or vice versa. You're like going, already you were like going, oh, I didn't want him. Yeah. <laughs> That's telling. It was it was bad because I looked at Robbie Keane. Robbie Keane was a proper goal scorer, and it was like... He just didn't get... Unfortunately for like all goals, he just didn't... Like, he didn't crap. get a chance. He didn't, he didn't get, get a chance. chance. But he didn't, get, he didn't get the early goal, which probably would have settled him down. But the bad thing was, he did six months, and we sold him back to Spurs. Back to Spurs, yeah. And then bring anyone in. No, no. I'd rather have sat on the bench than Devon and Gog. Come on, no disrespect, Devon and Gog, but you there were levels to this game. Um, yeah, yeah, and he, he's very low. He's very, he's very low. Apart from his United goal and true. his Arsenal goal, that's it. Yeah, and then making the point there, um, Klopp wanted Brandt over Mo Salah. Julian Brandt is a really good player. I thought Brandt played really well the other night before he went off injured. Uh, yeah, he's had a really he good career. But he let's face leave. it, he nobody, leave. and I mean, yeah. yeah, nobody saw what was coming with Mo Salah. The only person who no. believed that that was happening was Mo Salah. Nobody saw that coming. Jonathan Boland there, Nabil Fakir, and he's gone on to have a really decent career at Real Betis. He's done really he's well just, for himself. Paul, but, Paul has just done his ACL, hasn't he? Yeah, he's, he's had an... He's, Kind of, I know it's the same. I know it's the same knee, but I, I, saw I don't it. think. I he, think it was the other knee. He did, he did, he did it just. He did it the couple days before the United game, didn't he? Yeah. There, so the top top there. Yeah. Uh, Jake's right though. We all love Rainer and Gogg after the United game. We did. I remember that Rainer in the full end of the pitch when he scored. Oh. Look, ultimately, I mean, we're def- there's definitely going. Oh, we got, next... we, 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 are we going back to this? Are we? Oh. No, I'm saying, look, over, over the next two and a half weeks, there's going to be shed loads of shows, and I'm sure there are going to be shows that cover all of this and probably more, you know. But ah, oh, Danny Alves, remember that one? 
I just don't see. You got to look at it in hindsight. We should do this as a show, Kev. What do you reckon? We should do would this as these, a show. Would these players have been be the players they've become if they'd have come to a struggling Liverpool side at the time? Because yeah, I don't think we were in a position to take a lot of these players and bring them on to the next level. It's just Danny Alves. You look. You think of Danny Alves the way his game evolved. <coughs> it evolved the way it did because of the style of Barcelona. Danny Alves is never a good defender, but Danny it's always, Alves is it's a always There's also that sliding doors thing is, well, if we kept X, you're going, yeah, if you've kept X, but doesn't, would you have got a certain player in a couple of years' time? Yeah. You don't, you look you don't at, know. For me, you don't know. You look at one that sticks out in my head, and I thought, is Arbeloa. Arbeloa was pretty we... good for us. He was phenomenal for Madrid. The mistake was you letting know? him. The mistake was getting Glenn Johnson made sense because we need to be more progressive. But we probably still should have kept our below as because he could cover both both um both and fact, Real, and the fact Real Madrid bought him sort of told you if, yeah. should we have sold him? Because it's it, not like yeah. he's gone to some no it's not middle of the road Spanish player. He's gone to Real Madrid well, and he played a lot for it. It wasn't even the squad player, he played a lot for Real Madrid. Okay, so. well we'll definitely cover all of this and more coming up. Who do you think wins the Champions League from here? Uh... now who do you think and who do you want? Because who you think and who you want are going to be two different things. I quite like Bayern to win it, to be honest. I don't, know why, I don't mind Bayern. I'll go with, I think Bayern, I'll say, I hope Bayern. Napoli will be quite, actually, actually no, I think Bayern. I quite like, as part of me will quite like Napoli because it's, it's just a bit of a different name and it's a bit of a random one. Don't particularly want another English side to win it because I don't care for any for English side. So. Yeah, I'm kind of the same. I'd love to see Benfica go a long way in it. I think Benfica, given the fact they lost lost Enzo Fernandez in the January window, and they still look a really good side. You know, um, I like watching them play a fair bit. Napoli are just crazy. What happened in Napoli today? My wow, yeah, how bad is that? Um, the other side of it is you look like you could have three Italian sides into the last eight. Um, mm-hmm. First time in years that that's happened. Oh, yeah, that's the right. Italian league is back by any stretch. I just oh, think see, that the, the draw I've was just, really kind to them. Jake's points of announcement. I don't want Bayern to win it. I've just remembered yeah. it. I just remember your man's the manager. Yeah, I'll be one set. I'll stick with Napoli then. Let's go with Napoli. Uh, Brian's put anyone but City, Chelsea, and Madrid. <laughs> so it's quite a few there. Oh, yeah, Pablo Aymar. That was another name that was linked with Oh, what a player he was as well. Kev, Pablo Aymar. Again, uh, one for Keith, uh, a silky player, oh, but I think he, player. I think he was definitely one. I don't think he'd have suited the, pre- the Premier League at the time he was playing. I think he was he mm. was suited to La Liga and in Serie A, he, he would have been suited to those type of slower leagues, less physicality. Mm. Um, it was a, a quality number ten. There was a few of them around at that time as well, but Pablo Aymar was highly high. Pablo Aymar was part of the Argentina side that won the Olympics in Athens, if memory serves me right. Because I think Recoba was in, at that at that um, Olympics as well, because Ireland did really, really well in that Olympics. Mm-hmm. And I, I think we had Robbie Keane was there, Damien Duff was there. But yeah, it was, so it was on, a great you, time for football. It really was. Who do you think is going to win it and who do you want to win it? I think... Man City will win it. Oh, I want no, no. I just 
and I, it wasn't because of how they played last night and how they won last night. I looked at how they set up with the four centre-backs at the back and they have goals in Haaland like you wouldn't believe. If anything happens to Haaland, I think they could struggle um, because I think the goals coming from elsewhere in the pitch, isn't uh, they're not as fluid as they were in previous years. I think they depend a lot on weight. They're overly dependent on him now in a lot of ways, but I think if the draw is kind to them, they've got goals and they're hard to beat. Um, that's a good combination going into in, in knockout football. Yeah, I'm not convinced I'm, totally, but I think they've got a really good chance. The only, I'm, the only reason I've never been convinced with City in Europe is if you look at what in the if you look at the first leg for, with us, where we went two 0 up, and Madrid just suffered for the first 25, 25 minutes. Madrid know how to sort of like suffer and stay in a game, mm. and then hit you with it. I think Bayern have that about them, and a few deal with clubs. They just know how to. I don't feel City know how to do that. Because I think, to be honest, they very rarely get put in that position, apart from last stage of Champions League. I just don't know. I think with Man City... Yeah, with Man City, it's like us at the moment in away games. It's a mental thing. Mm. Because they should have battered Madrid last year. They were the better side by a distance. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I, mean, I think everyone said that when we played Madrid. But, <laughs> but, I think, but, I th- but I think eventually they will get one over the line. They just will. Uh, I just. I, I've still got the feeling. They're always, they're always in the last knockings of of the tournament. They, yeah. So eventually I, they'll get it. I don't right. know why I was saying. I always think when they do win it, it won't be with Pep. It'll be with some like random. You know, be like when Chelsea won it with Di Matteo when they had like Ancelotti's, Mourinho's. They had all these great managers, and it was just a you know a randomer who covered them for six months who, who won it for them. It sort of feels like something like that. I'd have one with City. Yeah, Chris makes a good point there, actually, about Man City's. The problem Man City has is Pep. Pep is likely to do something mad. And again, I think, for him it's a, it's possible, a, yeah. I think for him it's a mental thing of, I need to do something different to yeah. win it. And I get why you would think that, because it, it hasn't, what he's done before hasn't yeah. worked. But Sometimes he just needs to get out of his own way and just play the way that got him to, to dance, and it will... Because it, it works, it works in every other competition for yeah. them. So I'd, you know. I'd love to see Napoli win it. I think they're they're probably the most entertaining side in Europe to watch. Um, also, it's it's I like with Marseille. It's see. like it's just when something different in it. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. one of the established. I like seeing names. that type of. I want to see that type of football rewarded. I I hate it when a Mourinho side would go and win anything, or a contest side would go and win anything because I hate seeing that style of football rewarded with anything. It hmm. should be consigned to the bin, and open attacking football should. I want to see that reward, and I don't really give a shit who plays it. You know, it's just when it comes because that's the style that clubs will follow. If you see the likes of what Mourinho does and what Conte does become successful, other sides will try and play that way, and eventually, it football becomes horrible to watch. Yeah, you see, the true. more the more attacking successful sides you have. The more entertaining games are, you're not going to win them all, but you know, really, I, I want to see that type of football rewarded. Yeah. Uh, so, a couple of things before we go. Uh, don't forget our charity, um, Breast Cancer Awareness. Uh, 12 ladies going to do the Dublin Marathon. Any idea what we're up to with the total at the moment, Kev, for them? Uh, I think it's over two and a half, two and a bit grand. Um, yeah. There's still an awful long way to go. Um, if anyone wants to donate money for a prize, they can email lfcdaytrippers at gmail.com and arrange to do that with Gav and you Gav will just go and buy it if he wants 
if someone wants to do that. If someone wants to donate a prize, email them and they'll be able to get you in touch with someone that can get the prize to them. It's for the golf day mainly. And most of the money that we're a lot of the money that we're going to be able to raise is going to come from the golf day. It really will make a big, huge dent into this 20 grand total that we've set ourselves. But the hope is that if you know, as you all know, any super chats that we get obviously goes into the pot, but YouTube takes a cut. If you don't want that YouTube taking that cut, go into the description tabs and click on the link it takes you to a portal that will you'll be able to donate and read about the charity and read about what they want to do and make your own decisions and you can also share the link from there onto your own social medias through whatsapp and twitter and facebook and what have you there we go thanks red steve two two four rows of total so far there we go and then it says the shows so uh what day is wednesday wednesday thursday i've shut sure, sure, i think shows we've got a show tomorrow mm -hmm. I don't think so. I think we're off. Oh, Pad hey, hey, Kev, we're off Friday. We're, we're off Friday. Friday. Off. Well, St. Patrick's, St. Patrick's Day on Friday, so there was never any chance of uh, doing anything on Friday. Oh, plus, plus, there's a little gates of ruin or so. Yeah. No, I, I don't know if there's going to be anything tomorrow. So keep it. Keep, best thing you can do is hit the bell icon. Keep an eye on the social medias if anything's coming up. Also, there definitely will be a fatback four on Sunday. Hundred yeah. percent. Uh, and if you're if you're not sick of my face, which probably most of you are, um, we have got a women's show that's gone that went live uh, yesterday. a couple of days ago. Yesterday, yeah. Uh, it's myself, uh, Neil Laxon from Anfield Rap and Philip Small from the Anfield Rap and Liverpool Women Supporters Club. Uh just reviewing the last four or five games since the previous um show. Uh we have a bit of a big chat about what's next for the WSL and women's football. And then we start to have a we had a bit of a big chat of where we think this squad might go for next year, what changes we think might be needed, and just a general talk around women's football and how it's developing. So it was good, but just over an hour. So, you know, Neil and Philip are always good, good value for this, to be honest. And we're hoping next time we might hopefully try and get Emma Sanders on as well. So yeah. all good fun. And but until then, maybe get the odd player or two. Yeah, hopefully. That'd be good. Yeah. But um, until then, Kev, anything else from you before we go? We'll let yeah. these people go to bed. Chris Golding, come on, Ireland. Uh, the egg-chasing egg chasing masters on Saturday against England. Hopefully we'll finish that season with a grand slam. Other than that, chilled right out. Apparently you'll be live streaming from a gutter, Kev, according to Red Steve. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he means by that. Kev, Kev doesn't drink anymore. He stopped drinking. Honest. <laughs> I, I, I think I've probably had about... Seven points since Christmas, or, or since the New Year. Robert Maguire, honest question: Will we ever see Jota offside? I bet we won't, because he wasn't offside. There's um, there, there oh, a oh the, the the penalty shout one. Yeah, the ref blew that up before the foul, so even so the VAR can't if, look at it. Yeah, the VAR couldn't look at it, even if he was onside. Yeah, the ref wouldn't have been able to give a penalty because it was a penalty. It would have been a penalty. 100%. Yeah, during that Wolves goal a few years ago that we scored, where the ref blew to say it was handball from Alana, and we, we tapped it in, and the VR had to wait to see when the ref blew the whistle to make sure they were allowed to yeah, look yeah, at yeah. it. Yeah. So that's why they've what... they've done the uh, let the play flow. But look, so, it, it is what it is. It's, it's, it's fairly right. It would have made any difference. But it you know, made any look, difference now. Anyway, look, we'll let you guys go. Sadly, Liverpool are out of the Champions League this season. Just. Um, continues to be frustrating but you know listen thanks for watching hit the bell icon 
please subscribe and listen we'll be back uh, well the guys will be back on Sunday with Fatback 4 and well, you'll see me and Kevin we'll find something else to talk about yeah. no doubt probably no talk doubt. about football kits or something you know until then speak soon Sports Social Podcast Network <laughs>